Speaking of Sam Elliott and speaking of anxiety, Prancer plays the apple farmer who again has to get rid of his fucking louse son. No, he's going to keep the louse son because he can reach the apples for picking. He's going to get rid of his daughter, send him with his sister because they're so poor and oh, apples an won't sustain them. <laughs> they won't. He tries. He's like, she's like, we can't eat apples anymore. He's like, then eat apple butter. <laughs> You're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Sam. Take it fucking easy. Jerk practice. Jerk What? Tech. No thanks. You got it? All I want for Christmas is uh, all technology. I want Stone Age. That's all I want, Santa. That'd be I'm great. I'm sick of it. I'm oh sick of God. it. Uh, yeah, we just need two soup cans and a string, baby. Give it to me. That's it. And then those birds can just attach their string and listen to us. I could, I'd go Game of Thronesy. I go dark Middle Ages. Oh, I'm reading that book you told me about, Power of Thrones. Do you like it? Yeah, it's an, it's. I mean, it's a read. It's a heft, but it's super interesting. Of course, isn't it um, just like the most palatable version? Like you just get pure raw, cool information, and it doesn't necessarily feel like, you know, you're a Mister. Lecture was fucking yeah. you know a AP history class which I so desperately wanted to take but I'm such a horrible horrible academic yeah like I wanted to do it because I wanted all that information I'm getting from this book sure but I knew I could not read a textbook I could not take a test for it I uh I took AP American history and AP European history. And both were, did the opposite effect. I was like, I'm going to take it and get some college credits, boost my uh, repertoire. I, I got D minuses in both of them. And even worse, I uh, uh, stand by me, Adam Ancona, into European history. I was like, he, <laughs> he took the smart kid classes with me. He did great. I did terrible. He had a great time. But, oh, uh, yeah, those were not... That's what I wanted. I wanted to do both of those, but I was just like, <sighs> but here's the thing. I've taken both those classes at the collegiate level and it's totally different because it's a discussion. So the way they viewed AP history was like, well, we just need to make it harder because college right. is harder. So it wasn't like conversational and interactive. It was just literally harder, like, you need to memorize fucking dates. You know what I mean? See, that's so, what's pointless. Like, I knew it would have, I would have done horrifically. Well, it, the reason I didn't do it, because I didn't think I'd do great at it. I'm also like, what do I need college prep courses? I'm going to fucking art school, Sure, baby. sure. Uh, so, of course, like, day one, first class is art history. Oh, yeah. I still have the book, because I paid... Good money Buko for that Bucks. book. Man, that was it's an expensive book. I had thicker it than two by two King Jameses. Ugh. and dry as oh Jesus, a Christmas biscuit, as we used to talk about. That, 
that fucking class was at 8 a.m. sharp. God, I had the same And thing, it was yeah. like I was one of Freddy's dream warriors because I had to fight <laughs> the night. Uh, like my life depended on it. I was like, okay, I have to listen. I have to. And it's just darkness. The temperature's yeah. always a little too cold if it's Worse. hot out or a little too warm. They Henry Lee lucas you. And you're just like, oh, you just feel so comfortable. Like if I was just in one of those amniotic matrix sacks, you just knock me out. Uh, and it's just slide, slide, artist, date. That's it. Name they, of piece. Vaz. And that is clay. It. Pot. Euripides. Oh, Euripides. Oh, you had yeah. to put those fucking hooks. The clockwork orange hooks. There is something uh, evil. I was trying to think of a better uh, synonym. But uh, when you're tired like that in a boring class and you have to keep your eyes open or you'll get in trouble, that's yeah. some hell shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Case. Welcome to some hell shit. Hell shit. As you can hear, my voice is hell shit. I'm just... Oh, Art. Art. I saw the most amazing... Uh, the Jerk Practice follows this um, uh, feed, whatever you call it on Instagram, Instagram account called Fat Art History. <laughs> and oh I saw that. it's really great Those dutch boys it's really great it's not um derogatory it's just like the human form as it used to be more appreciated or as new artists come to appreciate and i was like you we all know the dutch they're just hot shots they're richy riches in the sixth uh 17th uh the the, the 17th 18th yeah. century yeah. um so they're like you don't got lobsters? Fuck you. I'm going to paint it so you can drool over it. Oh, you have scurvy? I'm going to paint you a lemon. Oh, you don't have women with floppy rompers? rompers. Just, I'm going to fucking flop them on the tray They're next to the lobsters. The lobsters and the lemons off. <laughs> I know. It's like a Russ Myers movie. It is. Now, I don't know the validity, if that's a parody of, because I've never seen a, a, a Rembrandt as is. such. But yeah, those paintings. There was something. Very... That's the Rembrandt after dark. That's what's going on behind oh. him. He's painting all these boring lobsters and lemons, and there's a bacchanal behind there. Come on, Remy. Come on. Yeah, that's He's like I'll take a toot when I'm done painting this quince. <laughs> that's Scumbrandt. He's the guy who rents the <laughs> attic. <laughs> he just lives in the brothel. Oh God! I was... Makes the soup and he paints in the attic. There was some... ladies love him. There was some like kind Scumbrant. of resurgence of is it was it would it be called Flemish? No, Dutch Dutch masters. They were just really big in the Midwest when in like the eighties and nineties. I don't know why. Maybe that was just it. Just seemed like every it was. It was a dim, grim time growing up. I just picture everything has a sheen sure. of dark. So when you walk into somebody's, all I can envision when I walk into somebody's uh, dining room, and I know this is, it's the same kind of focus on light and dark background, but the old prayer man with the bread and soup. Ooh, <laughs> prayer man. Ooh, you knew that walking into a house with the old soupy prayer man. Oh. Oh, like, it's just okay. nothing good about that. I won't talk about Beavis and Butthead in this house. <laughs> right. 
I'm gonna get a spanking. And then I don't know. I guess would you? Ra- of course, I'd rather have. I'd rather have a lemon and a pineapple painted over the mantle than a uh, Terry Rembrandt. Terry. Terry Rembrandt. Terry, Terry Rumbrandt. Terry Redlin Brandt. Uh, <laughs> oh, Terry Redlin. Um, ooh. You're right. I remember that era. And do you think now, if we could like go back and you could just like being John Malkovich through your own kid eyes, I'd look to see because I wonder if those old Dutch masters weren't just what was in the frame when you bought it from the Kmart. Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, ooh, why would I? change it honey just fold the fold the size and the, the, the skew bar underneath like like it's uh like a john candy and uncle buck oh just fold him over <laughs> uh so skinny in that picture in uncle buck i always think of that uh my parents did my mom did something cool uh only in retrospect do i know it's really cool and uh you know just make and do with what we had she used to rent paintings from the library because we just that didn't have money for a painting, so she would like get a painting, a big old a painting in a frame. Practice sketch. Yeah, yeah. So we would get the Last could... Supper, and then just whatever else. Uh, the I'll... late Karen, the late fees on your paintings are killing me. <laughs> yeah, of hand go. Yeah, but I mean, it, it beats a blank wall, I guess. But damn. So my dad's listening to jazz CDs. I'm I watching VHSs. She's renting paintings. <laughs> Man, do you remember the Watertown Library? Speaking of grim oh, and dim, vividly. yeah, it, it was very. It's probably updated now. It, you know that dark brick, right? That mm-hmm. brick, yeah, building in the middle of its own block. But as you go in, as I recall, it had a very specific smell out of the old books because they didn't get rid of a lot of the books. Um, Unless they were selling them for a dime. Oh, love that dime, dime, dime stand on the outside. Uh, you. Well, before you go in through, you go in one set of doors, and then you're in, like, the entryway where the bathrooms are to your left, and then you yeah, go in. Yes. For me, it always feels very film noir, because that entryway was always dark. Very so you dark. You always had this light coming in from the behind you, yeah. and then the light coming in from, from the in main front library. Of you. Yes. So it's like a, a scene in a mobster movie, like, oh, I'm yeah. meeting, you know, They'll... sell the knife, and it's just, I may never come back. They'll trap you in the middle. You go in. And if you continue past, just think walking straight back and to your left, they had like a sunken area to your left, which is where all the magazines and newspapers were. And then like a bad airport or bus stop, they had like a mustard yellow, an olive green, and like a burgundy, like six sets of chairs all alternating, like those really stiff fake leather chairs. You could just sit there. Kick your feet up, read the latest Watertown public opinion. I just remember even Crap at that, that age, week. like just was not, it the paper not, on the yes, on the, yes, what looked like uh huh. You're gonna love my dumb reference. It looks like a kendo stick. It was on a dowel rod. Yes, on a kendo stick. <laughs> and even at that time, I was like, "What are these guys doing in the middle of a weekday?" Reading their papers at the library. library but now saving, I know. Saving 50 cents. They're getting away from the misses, <laughs> having a read, maybe kick their <laughs> boots off, kick their cowboy boots off. Back when you don't, you can't sweat it over an internet terminal, you got to sweat it over the classified section. Oh, 
fuck. Don't hold it too tight. You don't want to get a sweaty thumbprint on it. You don't want to wear off that phone number because that's your last <laughs> that's your last line to hope. You have to get a sweat on the tip of the nose and it was whack. Oh. Like, it was the perfect job. There is something that instills in me an anxiety like no other thinking about peering over the classifieds. And I that was even before my time, I think. Maybe when I was 14 and I was like, well, I got to get a job because we're still renting paintings. So it was like, I still did it in Minneapolis. I did it in New York, too. Wow. Maybe I did Craigslist because we were living in Long Island City. Yeah. And I was so desperate to find a job that paid an amount of money so I could get two bigs in the morning, (laughs) two bigs at night. Livable wage. Right. I remember, I think I got a New York Times. I oh, looked at wow. the New York Times classified it's not section. not cheap paper. That's a Hail Mary. Well, I think I, I boosted it from the... It was one of the <laughs> yesterdays say, from the, yeah, the sh- coffee shop. They didn't fill that job yet. Do you uh, have yesterday's paper? <laughs> oh, Gil could really use a job. <laughs> they, uh... uh so like How Hail Mary of it is that? Because it had to be, what, 2008? 2007? Yeah, 2008. That'd be right on the money right there. 2007, eight. Yeah. Who didn't have a computer with the fucking internet yet? Man. So it's like, what's a Craigslist? That's the thing about it. Like, if you... Craigslist is so worthless, you might as well pull out a classified. Seriously. Mm-hmm. For a job? For a job? I mean, my God. Unless you got sexy feet, hairless toes, then, I mean, come <laughs> right. on. You got nothing on Craigslist. And now I I wonder what kind of occupation you're going to find in a in a paper classified these days. You might be, be interesting. Yeah. yeah. You might end up in. Because that's where they made all their money. Mm. That's basically the her the, letter. The, the genus of why papers went under like printed papers because people started using Craigslist. People sure. started using Facebook so that, you know. 50 bucks you make off of a, talking about your yard sale. Right. That adds up or quick. whatever. You're sure. selling a piano. Yep. Yeah, that's the, those days are gone. Ah, you can no, hear. But I do remember that library very, very, very vividly. vividly, right? I loved that. I loved that library. I mean, it, it again, instills in me, like, a, 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 a reminder of, like, poverty. Because my mother was like... <sighs> We only have money for pudding and free books, you know? It's like, (laughs) fuck. So We lived, like, just down the street from the library one summer. By the Hakemans. So that was, was, like, I could have spit on the old high school. Uh, Of course, it was a duplex. Yeah. And it was like, okay, what are you going to do today? Go to the library? Or did you squirrel away enough cash to walk the extra block to get a slippy? Philip 66 station. And get a big do and rent one of their off-brand movies, their Ukrainian specials for a quarter. I saw something. Oh, saw man. Three Ninjas 2 a lot that summer. Oh, yeah. That's not the one with Hogan, right? That's three? Sunset at... Yes, that's Sunset at Rocky Canyon or whatever. <laughs> Rock Mountain. It's some. It's a theme park. I did uh, two things on that shoot. Uh, you, you lived in a duplex, huh? What does that mean? You lived in... 
either the bottom level or the top we level. We lived on the like left side. Oh, duplex. It's that classic Watertown ranch. So yeah. it was like one unit on the left, one unit on Got the right. Got it. Got it. Because uh, they were finishing that, they were building our house that we lived in up by Lincoln in the cemetery. Stinking Lincolns, old Richies. Uh, yeah, and then I spent like stand by me level my greatest summer my greatest achievement i loved every minute of it and nothing happened which was so beautiful uh you needed a soda was 35 cents you needed and 50 cents 60 70 80 you needed 85 cents a day don't ask me how i got it i i was 12 every day uh a buddy adam and conant would walk the 10 minutes to get to my house and then from my house we'd walk the 15 minutes downtown first stop 7-eleven for a 50 cent hot dog next stop for the pawn shop to look at the same guitar and get a 35 cent glass bottle of soda with a 10 cent refund every fucking day as like a groundhog's day and it was like that was my big decision of the day what am I gonna put Mustard and ketchup? No, maybe I just want the taste of meat. Am and I going gonna... relish today? Just oh. relish, Adam? Freaks. Relish, that relish is sweet so full today. of can't, sugar. Can't, can't afford a Snickers, so I'm going to go extra relish. <laughs> oh my god. Relish for dessert. And then it was, uh, I remember they their their soda flavors were a bit rough, but you could get a, you could get an orange, you could get a mellow yellow, You that would mean you could get a coke and then they didn't have a pib or pepper option maybe there was a squirt in there but oh just yeah they made squirt in glass bottles for a long time just sucking down those sodas as men planned their crimes and sold dead <laughs> just, people's rings just <laughs> yes. beyond us they Adam. always clam up when you walk in these you, know, you who's just walking every day at about twelve fifteen, so they're planning to Heist Premier Bank card. Right. Who's <laughs> that? A Fender 68? The Lemon Tree, it was called. The Lemon, lemon tree, tree was the name yep. of it. Which is just, it's like you would just hate yourself already, right? Because Lemon Tree, oh, the Lemon Tree is, but the lemons are so sweet. Oh, so I guess it is like, it the appears garbage. The lemon, but there's the, the fruit, fruit of your pawn. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. So it's a parable. It's like going to church to sell your <laughs> It's a church goods. shop. And then, of course, I, they had no respect for me because I looked at, like, the old, like, action figures and garbage. And, of course, they all loved Adam because he's like, let me play a lick on that Fender. You still coming down on price on that leather jacket, which he eventually purchased, of course. But, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he was able was... to save, instead of 85 cents, Yeah, he, had he was able to cents. save a buck 90 in that. Yep. Other oh, ninety always goes in the leather ja- jacket pocket. Oh man, that was a great jacket. Ruined it though because we doused it in gasoline and oh, lit him right. on fire. <laughs> so he just, into so the then he just smelt like Travis Stuckey in gasoline <laughs> for the rest of his rest of that sweet jacket's days. What are you a mechanic? Nah, I'm a weekend daredevil. Yeah, I'm just. What a, does that mean? Gas. Poor gas. I'm lit on fire. A, yeah, right. <laughs> See, I didn't get the deposit for that bottle. My buddy filled it with ethanol <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, right. Poured it in my boots. 
Uh, let's see. What do I got? Obviously, I got. I'm sick because everybody's fucking sick, including me. Oh, that's what we. So we're talking about reading that book. I'm not reading, but I'm listening to a 38 hour biography on Huey Long. Oh, you know, I'm just obsessed with him. The old kingfisher, eh? The kingfish. Uh, every what is it? Uh, 38 every wow. man a king but no man wears a crown i had no idea he did a podcast fuck it's in depth but it's super interesting and it made me wonder case as we look at our times today because i have this strange affinity for huey long because he was just like mm-hmm. fuck you fuck you fuck you he was just always scheming he was governor of Louisiana by the time he was 35. He was senator of Louisiana by the time he was 37. He fucking grew up, you know. Actually, now that we know, he grew up like middle class, but he's fucking selling uh, Crisco door to door, like becoming this great yeah. salesman, fucking gambling, just living this hard life. But ultimately, Casey, I'm reading about him a 100 years later going like, that man didn't take any shit. And like he pissed everybody off. Does it remind you of anybody currently? And I'm just like, isn't that interesting? Like, a hundred years from now, people that didn't live through it are going to be like, that Donald Trump, man, he was... I was like, this is really weird. Yeah. It's so... He sold... That man could sell anything. Yeah, exactly. He could sell his face on a fake baseball card. Right. That he did. fucked up. I'm like, wow, this is so strange that I'm like... I don't idolize him, but, like, Huey Long did a little other stuff. Like, he abducted a guy and held him so he didn't write a damning story, tied him to a tree. <laughs> like, he did some crazy <laughs> shit, and he had bodyguards and stuff, and it all came back to haunt him. But, oh, it's just, that's all I can think about now that I listen. The difference is, Huey was more of a... I guess he, I don't know if you'd define it as populist. He was, he wanted them from left to right. He felt right. he wanted fucking every vote he could get. So he'd tell this group one thing and he'd tell this group the next. And really in the middle, oh, Huey only cared about himself. Is he, right. Because wasn't he more broadly like, instead of left, right, he was more like in, in the the ladder of the social structure he was like i want lower to middle yeah like you can yes. be anywhere but if you are poor or struggling absolutely you need to think of me first thing uh, well because he's the guy he takes on he's the first guy to ever take on standard oil out of nowhere because standard oil when huey was a lawyer well people are super interested I'll, I'll get through this huey was a lawyer he took on standard oil they kicked his ass so as soon as he was governor out of nowhere he's like hey you know what we need to do? We need special legislators or legislation, se- legislative session. They're like, what? Huey, why? He's like, well, we got to pass this thing, this thing, put five cents a uh, tax on each barrel of oil. And they're like, what? What? And he's like, and they're like, why? He's like, uh, we need more school books. They're like, you already got the school book thing passed. And he's like, ah, the nurses need money. He was just out of spite. Just, you know, he got impeached for it. Just out of spite. So. A very Trumpian, obviously. The The difference is Trump only projects himself to one sect of people in hopes yeah, that there's enough yeah, people. Yeah. Huey, he was like uh, before his own time and being like, 
Yeah, you know what? I guess, yeah, you're exactly right. The only thing he avoided was the super wealthy, but they're the ones, for the most part, who gave money. His biggest benefactor was a guy, oh, fuck, I wish I could think of the, how it's called. It was called, like, Trippin' Flippin' or something. It's this guy um, born without shoes on. He ends up becoming one of the richest men in New Orleans because he saved up enough money to buy a furniture store, and he bought it in the red light district. So what he'd do is he'd sell all the furniture to brothels, and then when they'd get raided, he'd buy all the furniture back at back, a discount, back? and then when they came back into business, he'd sell it back. So he was constantly that flipping beds a, and shit. I, I stand behind that fucking millionaire. Yeah, he's that a, is a mm, that idea. It's fucking brilliant. That's it. Isn't that crazy? Like how cool and simple, like you said, if he's, he's like this hick ass dude yeah. born with no shoes, probably spend a, his fair amount of time in the red light district. I don't know that. I haven't sure. read his biography. He just goes, hmm. If they take the furniture, the furniture gotta go somewhere. I guess I'll buy it. Turn around. Cops got all furniture. <laughs> Cops sell furniture. Man buy furniture. Man, sell furniture back to whores. And then tell the and cops then sudden, who to like raid. Cartoon, and then all that money all just that piles money up just under his ass. Yeah, I mean, they don't talk about it, but I don't see why he wouldn't like give Be. them a, hey, you know those guys you busted? They're actually right, back on Fifth Street. Maybe you go protection. in there. So I get those stinky beds back. Imagine being a <laughs> oh, rube going in for know. actual furniture. <laughs> What's that <laughs> yeah. smell? You and I moved to New Orleans. Yeah. Just took the train down from Watertown. Can't afford anything nice. We got to get a bed, but we got to share it. Just like, <laughs> looks like a Rorschach test of Venice mattress stains. you ever did see. Hmm. No, this ain't used now, is it? Oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. Nah. That's how they do it. How they make them in France. <laughs> oh. This red. So why do they call it the red light district? Is because of those red stains on the bed <laughs> in the murder bed no just don't put ever put a red light on this bed oh yeah <laughs> oh my god i uh, uh yeah so I was, and then somebody got me it's so random i don't know who done it but either i've been hacked or somebody somebody i started getting a, a subscription to mother jones oh so yeah, just randomly that baby shows up. Is Got that a great like an alter- alternative magazine? Like, uh, is it news? It's news. It's it's like I consider it a slightly lighter version of the nation. She goes left. Got she goes it. hard left, baby. Got it. Got Interesting. It. If you want to read about the damning world that is FIFA, I mean, it's just <laughs> she'll go on the back of the toilet. I'll read whatever I'll read whatever simpleton feature they have on the back page, like Newsweek. Like, oh, let yeah. me let me read this uh, this diagram that says on the top right is Princess Diana's son, and then the bottom left <laughs> is oil prices, and then in the middle it's like just stupid or some interview with somebody that's not intellectual. It's like, oh, I want to read this interview with Lionel Messi. Wow, like <laughs> Ooh, I could give a fuck. The long lost Don Knotts interview. Oh well, I'd read that. I'd read that over a messy. Um, oh, yeah, 
So I got I'm sick like everybody else. So oh, yeah, you can all that Harvey and Jesus Ash have been Christ. sick. Never ends. And then uh, the reason I was saying the Stone Age thing because, as anyone who's listened for a while knows, we had all these struggles with the stupid sensor in the car. Oh yeah. So we couldn't use the heat or this or that, and because of all of the had to get the part from overseas and needs a chip so it just was a a 3 month long ordeal still part from a... overseas guys it's i got kingfished on what that what do you what do you drive a Peugeot? that was flipping johnny flipped me for a old bedpost for instead of a mirror overseas <clears throat> okay uh so they finally fixed it and we're like okay cool car is running it's fine everything's Fuck. good and then all of a sudden it's like clark griswold one day it's like Think, just pull the the fucking door handle broke. Oh my like you god! Can't get into the driver's side door. Oh, driver's I mean, side. That's even better. That, yeah, the most useful door in the whole thing. So, okay. Well, we got to take it. We'll take it in. So we spent like oh, I spent a week and a half like on my way to work. Either depending on how I parked, it's like. A three stooges short, but with one fat guy instead of three of them. So it's yep. just like a single stooge. So it's like, it was busy because of the stupid FIFA. So I had to park on the street. Uh. So the car's at an angle. So I had to get in the back seat and got to reach over the front and yep. like just barely get her like Indiana Jones, just reaching for the relic, pop the door, flip it, try to get out the other door. It shuts again. So I do that like three times. Oh my God. Then old Santa Claus ass just is like, fuck it. Just get in the passenger side and yeah, like a gorilla loose from over the zoo. That console. So what do they got? A so, handle from Finland coming? Well, that's what we were going to take in to get it looked at. And it was two days ago. We brought it in, made an appointment. Yeah. This, this is what get the old dumb dad blood boiling. Ash called. She's like, hey, do you guys have an appointment to look at? They're like, yeah, we got... 11, 12, 1. Yeah. Like, okay, early as possible. Take it in at 11. Drive it in. Park it. It's, I guess, very busy because I in- encountered a a balding sort of bowling pin shaped guy at a computer just going. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Hand on the forehead. <laughs> Focus just on the screen. Anytime Fuck. someone. It's like a self-defense mechanism. Anytime someone yes. is in his general vicinity, just a. <sighs> Oh, so then God. I stopped in his sight, and he, you know, gives me an inappropriate amount of time I had to wait before he went, uh, yeah, no, um, uh, we're kind of busy, I'll be with you in a minute, um, this woman back here, and then he tried to give me some sad sack story about it, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. He's like, this, but the lady, and I was like, it's okay, man, it's okay. It's fucking massage your okay. temples, big guy. Just take him. <sighs> So then finally one of the mechanics just comes in, kind of gives me the same thing, like walks up to the computer that I'm standing in front of, and just kind of like, I was like, you're not typing, you're pretending it's a fucking keyboard, I know how to type, even poorly I know how to type, looks at the screen, kind of looks up, and I was like, just fucking give me some sort of human acknowledgement, and he's like, hey man, can I help you? I was like, yes. yes, we have an appointment. It's under Ashley Gehring. He's like, okay. I was like, we have an appointment. We were here. It's 1030. 
It's at 11. We got here early. Got early, yes. He's like, okay. He's like, okay, we'll take the key. Uh, and I was like, hey, could you check the tires? You know, just do the whole thing. And I was like, uh, but also the door. Is, and I explained it to him. He seemed to understand what I said. It was like, oh, this happens a lot. It must happen a lot. Classic handle. Classic shitty handle. How Job. is that? Cars claim to test, you know, you've seen the machines when they're like, we test opening the door with a robot arm 20,000 times. It's like, how can you, f- it's a fucking car. You can rip the, oh, it's, it's I've seen old cars inside. It's just a metal wire. Yep. Oh, yeah. The hook. Yep, that's it. It just does that. A little the pin inside connecting. Works, though, so it's like, you can get out so. from the inside. So the door itself works. It's just yeah. this piece of shitty it doesn't plastic. Have the, I know the pla- I know the piece you're talking about it used to happen with a vehicle at the I know I can picture the inner workings um because of a vehicle it's probably at, just at a little vineyard. C-clamp. It's what basically what it is. That just shattered. Yeah. Like I don't know why they didn't just attach it to begin with. They didn't use fucking metal. They used fucking No, they used plastic. some shitty plastic. So he's like and I explained it to him he's like okay, yeah. And he's like okay, we'll we'll, we'll look at it today. Look at it today. I'm like, okay. Uh, typically, it takes like two hours, three hours. So, so we're waiting. Like, yeah, time's just going by, going by. We don't have a, we didn't have much planned, but we were like, oh, we were gonna do this drive-through Christmas lights thing. So we're like, well, we need the car if we want to get there. So it's like five o'clock, and Ashley calls, and they're like, uh, yeah, we haven't even looked at it yet. Cool. <laughs> so, cool. Like, great. Great. And she's like, so, are, are you going to look at it? And he's like, oh, yeah, by the end of the day. It she's is. Like, but what time is that? He's like, seven. Seven. What kind of hours are these? I'm like, you know what? Forget it. We'll just go. I was like, I'll go. I was like, I'm going to run to the... Because we had to go to the grocery store, too. So I was like, I'll go to the grocery store. Hopefully, by the time they come back, they'll have given us the answer on whether we can get the car back or not. Are you guys working with two vehicles these days? We used to. Yeah. So right now, though, while the... Oh, all right. Continue. Go ahead. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'm going to run to the... Because that was our plan. I was like, okay, I'll go to the grocery. Give them some time. If we don't hear back, we'll just reassess. So I get in the other vehicle we have, which is a Jeep. Uh, Liberty from like 2002 or something. Yeah. Crazy. 20 years Get ago. In. 20 years ago. Uh, it works okay. It has these problems like there's these things called the ball joints that attach to each of the wheels. I know. And this thing was made so shittily in 2002 they did a recall on it. But my mother-in-law just got the notice and went Yeah, just throw that away. <laughs> uh, so th- the ball joints are just like, we've taken it in before, and they're like, yeah, I mean, they would have given you Not a whole new under yeah. thing and fixed the problem, but that was 15 years ago. <laughs> so, we're like, okay. That's your problem. Now. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. I'm back and got the arm over the seat, backing out into the alley. Oh, fuck. And just turn into the alley, and you just hear, <laughs> like, all that was missing is a giant spring going, boing. Okay. And then I just hear, and the thing's just shaking. Oh, well, put her in drive. 
put it back in the spot, and I get out, and I look, and I don't see you anything. Got transmission? You got drop transmission? So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to get in. Maybe I'm just paranoid. Nah, that's oh, fuck. fuck. The fucking wheel is just like... Oh! Okay. So then we have no car. At all. Just stuck. Biden's America. So I know. Then it was like, I gotta download Uber again. Fuck. Uber did the place. They didn't do it. So I am a race against the clock to get there before they close. I get there. The door's locked. And then the mechanic that I talked to was trying to close the garage door. I was like, hey, 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 <laughs> I'm here to pick up that Fiat. He's uh, like, then get in here, get in here. And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, Gives me the key and he's like, yeah. Oh, because he was waiting to process. So he's being real slow as shit. He's like, yeah, to lock the door. Can't have anybody else coming in today. I was like, sure, Christ. man. <laughs> and then. He can't find it, and I'm like, it's, it's right there. I know you're having a long day, but I don't want to, like, I can see my fucking snaps. key right on the desk. Right. Takes it out, puts it, oh, we didn't work on it today. You don't owe us anything. And I was like, yeah, no shit, thanks. Yeah, see you later. Got the key left. You're going to take it in today, and we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. We only have one car. We have a lot of shit to do. Yeah, right. Oh, God. That's so all. Merry uh, fucking Christmas. Duke's a hazard with the old Fiat. So then, where, where's the uh, the old? Where's the Jeep? Sitting in the driveway. Because you can't get it anywhere, right? We could, but we have the amount of money it would take. Got it. To fix. Yep. Isn't we're doing it anytime soon? Yeah. So we're sort of like you know donate do that. Do we fix the car, or do we just take what we're going to have to put into it and find something different? Yeah. Yeah, at least... I think we're just going to fucking get rid of it. Just ice it. Yeah. Dad mode. Dad mode. At least... Old yeller that that, thing. You still get that, uh... Those used car prices. You get something out of it, at least. Uh, yeah. So that that was, I was just like, dude, it's Christmas week! Oh, God, I know the feeling, man. I know the goddamn feeling. Dan, the Roseanne sweats. Oh, the car sweats. That is so classic. Oh my god. I don't have the car sweats. What do I got, though? I got, uh, my fucking... I'm just on my bike. I keep getting sicker, because I gotta ride my bike everywhere. Are you guys... Is the weather really crappy for you guys? No. No, actually. It's cold. Eh? Yeah. Kinda cold. But I guess it's about to get pretty crappy, but we haven't had any snow... I think we're supposed to, it's supposed to get gnarly the next couple days because everybody's freaking out about, like, flying yeah. out. But I oh, still sure, don't think course, it's snow. Yeah. I think it still skirts. It's just going to hit, like, the whole state, but it's going to boop, 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 dad talk, skip the dad city. Talk. How's that weather? So, yeah, that weather, baby. Um, uh, it's all right. Oh, that's what I was going to say, that fucking guy with the thing on his forehead. I can't say... I don't, I don't empathize with him, but just for a little bit, I think maybe I said this last week. I don't know because I think it happened to me last week. But something happened at at a job where, for each of my classes, I got to punch in and punch out. And for whatever reason, the fucking it's called like a biometric value center because they used to do thumbprints, but you can put mm-hmm. in a code. Out of nowhere, I taught a class in the morning and took my punch. I punched out. 
and then at night it just doo doo. Uh, in value, uh, pin has no value. Like it just didn't re- invalid pin. It was like, well, oh, of course, clock in what? Clock in what? And normally I'd be like, eh, whatever. I get you paid. are locked out. Uh, I get paid by <laughs> class, but then I'm like, yeah, but I also get paid to fucking set it up and set it down. So that fucking ices me out. So old dad brain. That like, veggie dog and that soda. I got working him. for that eighty nine. Work, exactly working for those eighty five. And so I'm still like, hey, can, nobody wants to come out and look at it. There's like, because because they're it's not their job. Like it's it was a later class. It was like a seven o'clock at night class. So the only people there are like front desk people, not like anybody in the office that would know anything about it. So I'm like, you haven't trouble. Like nobody wants to. Did you trouble? Was that punching in? They're like, no. Yeah, we use this am. computer to punch in. <laughs> All I want is you to come out around the corner and just validate that I'm not insane. But you don't want to do that. So clock's ticking away. At this point, I've already probably needed to go into the gym and kick the punks playing basketball out. Oh, right. Because yeah. people need to get set up for their class. But I'm like, I must be punching something in wrong. And then finally, somebody comes up and they're like, excuse me, talking to the, one of the front desk people like, is there is there yoga today? <laughs> I had it was just because it's fucking. I was just like, yeah, there is, but this thing's not working. <laughs> and I was like, instant like pause, like, oh my god, they're gonna they have to they don't even know I'm teaching them today, and now they're gonna see me sit in front of the class, and I was just like, you idiot, oh, just man, let no, it go. I got you. But I'm always my in the back of my head. I'm like, well, something's gonna happen because now, you know, it's just gonna drop the ball. Because I'm going to say it a million times and somebody's going to get confused and I'm going to be like, hey, I tried to punch in, but I couldn't. Hey, I signed the book. Don't worry. You know, it's just this class. And then I'll look at my fucking stub like a schlub and I'll be like, fucking missing that hour. And it's going to be a fucking three month process about getting it back in. And then it's not going to. So I get the guy with the thing on his forehead, but. Oh, but not because I, totally I caught myself you. pretty quick because it was over nothing. But sometimes it's the nothings that like. Then I got to oh, kick yeah. these punks. I was like, guys, out. They're trying to kept, make their last three. I was like, you bricked it. You're done. Scoot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. God. No, I, I feel your pain because it's like ever since post Thanksgiving, it's tis the time, it's time of year for everyone to show up at the bar and restaurant for sure you know just to show up to fucking have a party it's fucking time so to make it's that all money like oh now there's 30 people in my section that all just showed up now and everybody was like hey man hey um hey we're hey we're ready and i was like i'm coming i am coming yeah like i'll have arms full of dirty plates and they're like hey man hey one guy even gave me the table wrap oh that's the best and i fucking whip Flip that like, table it's like a Akira Kurosawa movie. Even the fucking samurai snapped and looked uh, at it. It was like, "I'll be there. Yeah, I will be there." And I was like, "What do you What do you want me to do? What do you think I'm doing? I have a fucking armful of fucking dirty plates and fifty nine people ahead of you. I'm coming. Uh, We're ready." And he didn't even. He was like his friend. He's like, "My friend's ready." Oh, uh, he put it on him. Yeah. Yeah, the sucks. best was getting People more suck. sharded into, uh, you know, you're just in the middle of that hustle and you got a thousand things going on in your brain. And then you just feel that, like, tug on the old shirt, uh, tap on the shoulder. Sure. And someone who's like, hey, um, 
toilet's clogged. So someone puked all over the uh, ladies' room? Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Did they? Did they now? Just wanted to let you know. That's... I was like, okay. I, I'll, I'm, I, I got it. I got it. So then I'm telling other people, because it's like you're in the middle of doing something. It's like, guys, someone puked in the ladies' room. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, uh, someone puked in the ladies' room. Yeah. Can someone grab a mop bucket or something? Can uh-huh uh-huh yeah 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 totally and then going around and then you get another tug and you go yeah puke um uh-huh. i don't know if someone told you yet someone puked in the ladies room so it just got to the point where i was like ah, pray to the patron saint mark borchard guys uh Take my fucking tables. I'm going to clean up the puke in the fucking ladies' room. Oh my god! And if I had a cigarette, I would have sat on that sink. <laughs> Just ah. yeah. Oh, she that, takes a while to clean up. You that know, Christmas cigarette. Oh, that is a time, Just, a bygone time. And then someone, if someone tries to come in, I go, "Someone puked in the fucking bathroom." And then you They're put like, that okay. cigarette out in the toilet, in that pile of puke that you're about to. Yeah, there's something, you know, we kitchen mop about smoking. I say stress cigarettes for all. The government should issue a pack of fucking victory smokes once a year, one pack for when you get to that point, even if you don't smoke it, you get get to light it and have it. You get the look at least. So somebody can go, oh, he's having their, he's having their smoke. It's been a rough day. I'll give, give him his space. space. You can just walk out of whatever situation you're yep, in. Just any tier of work. Just you just get up. to go. I'm taking a smoke break, and everyone goes, "Ooh, ooh he's cashing in one of his 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like once a month. And oh then you kind of get to be like, everyone's cashing in their vic- their stress day smoke. When I talk to him, what am I doing wrong? Oh with my life? yeah, I'm the guy. It's me. It's like the scarlet letter oh yeah the they should make it like a nice herbal something healthy what a clove or you just go straight smoke <laughs> yeah uh, i want christmas i want all cr- baking spices a christmas Cinnamon clove, clove. <laughs> i knew that i uh, as i recall in high school uh which is so those clovers. so different to think about is like it's like i remember the things i don't remember like ap history I remember what everybody's brand was. <laughs> my buddy Dustin Camel Wides. My buddy Adam Camels with the K. My buddy DJ, he was a Winston man. And then I had my was. other buddy who was always experimenting. Every flavor, every week a different flavor. He couldn't settle on it. And they made clothes. I was like, these are the, who are you? Tommy Lee Jones from JFK. Because <laughs> yeah. they came in a pack. And they had gold, <laughs> shimmery gold filters, like wrapping paper, and then each stalk was like a green and a purple and a blue. You so they were rainbow buy clove them smokes. At like seven eleven or Kmart. You could yeah. buy them at the expensive C D shop. Because they're yeah. that gimmicky of a smoke. <laughs> you had to go to that smoke shop. Early November's. Oh, if only. If or only. A I don't proper, know if Ernie's still around. Uh, th- there was a, sp- a proper smoke shop on 212. Um, <laughs> let's, let I me... gotta get my long leaf. Uh, 
Should we? Did you happen to get into it? I don't know how well this will go because I'm a pretty basic guy. But tis the holiday season, sleazing. Oh yeah. Uh, I had my I... holiday shopping experience with Rue going out mm-hmm. to get some gifts, and it was that classic like, oh, just so fucking busy. We went to Marshalls. Oh, yeah. And I was like, we're getting sick in here. We're getting sicker. You know. You just feel it. Just you can just feel it. And I was like. The garbage, the garbage in the on these tables, like what they were selling was just like organic tongue scrapers and karaoke <laughs> microphones <laughs> and whiskey rocks that come with two free pairs of socks. And, you know, it's just like it's alcoholic Dr. Hey, Seuss. Oh, my God. Something happened. There's always something new every year where it, it's like for whatever reason, they brand this one thing onto items that don't make sense for the brand, but I'm talking everything. Socks, underwear, hats, board games, and this year, for whatever reason, if you want a fucking either Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles nail trim clipper set, or boxer shorts, or fucking undershirts, or fucking cool leather jackets with an eight ball on the sleeves and fucking Fred Flintstone on the back, which I'm making that oh, up, but shit. I do want one of those. Oh, I'll take side uh, me up. Oh my God. But I was just like, you go into Marshall's and you're just like, this is fucking horrendous. You're right. I never, it never clicked with me, but you're right. There's always for a year or two around Christmas, there's always that the one like, thing kitsch brand thing that, Oreo was one it's like, year. Ooh, it's sriracha. Yeah, or, sriracha ooh. was a big one. Ramen or maroon chin ramen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's it, well, whatever reason this is cocoa fruity pebble time. <laughs> the best is it's probably just all of the kids from college that are getting this job at the shit store or whatever, like produces this crap, and they yeah. have no frame of reference because all they've done is like, I don't, I like fruity pebbles. I ate fruity pebbles a lot. Done, Jerry. Done. Slap you it. You get a smoke. It. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Wait, but this is my stress smoke? This is your victory smoke. <laughs> you gotta earn these. Oh, but these. You, can, you get to refill the pack with the victory smoke. Oh, well, make sure to turn one side one upside down for that blowjob smoke or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> oh, the, for the cocaine in the end. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wish we could go back and use some cocaine. I mean, like the good especially, kind. Especially today when you're feeling shit. Oh, for real. Like, if it were 60 years ago, what would my options be? I'd go to the fucking corner store and they go, you want your egg cream, Hans? And I go, not today. I need Let a me. bottle of laudanum, right? <laughs> right? And I need a yeah. tin of fucking cocaine mixed with fine ground tobacco, snooze or whatever. And I'd oh, be yeah, fucking up on my little... feet, fucking doing cartwheels. I gotta refill my snuff box. Yeah. Oh, and that's the great times when it's like, I always think about um, <sighs> that uh, you just go to the same store for everything. I think about that movie, Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, not The Outsiders, but the... Oh, um, uh, the cowboy Chicago. one. Chicago. Has... No, no, Chicago. Uh, the gangster one. Untouchable. Oh, uh, Untouchable. The beginning scene is this little girl goes into the corner store and she's got a rusty old pot. And these guys are trying to shake down the corner store and the guy won't take the deal so they leave a briefcase with a bomb on it. And the guy goes, he's like, oh, little Sally, 
what do you need? She's like, I need chicken stew. So she hands him a pot and he's just going to fill up two pints of stew for his mom. And he explodes. I was like, obviously the explosion, but I'm like, oh, a time when you would just go in just and go to the take your, take your fucking thing. They're just like, he makes a good chicken soup. That guy's been up in the morning making chicken. What? What? And then you get your, your he wasn't phosphate. Feel good about the day. Yeah. I got to deal with Al Capone. You know what? I'm going to make. Get some stock going. Get the carcass from last night's bird. Yeah, from anyone last who night's... comes in. Use your turnip tops and your carrot ends. Is there anything more depression era than fried chicken? There is something so fried chicken. Oh, just yes. that one leg about that fucking train bum sucking on a <laughs> fucking like... piece of fried chicken, man. That's all he's got, but. I mean, a piece of fried chicken Fingerless make a man gloves. go for a week. All and that, and all it that has oil to, and protein. It can fried you get chicken, no grease yeah. on your gloves because they're fingerless. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh man! But you know, imagine if you were rich enough to have uh, those finger gloves. You suck that grease out for the next oh. three days. Hey. Throw them in the <laughs> throw them out the window for the rag pickers. Enjoy my <laughs> greasy chicken glove, plebe. The, and fried chicken only goes with two beverages t- in the depression: coffee or well water. All right, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that's it. <laughs> oh man, that's when we were in the hills, and I had told you when you had gotten sick, you had gotten food poisoning, and Harvey oh, was yeah. sick. We had bought water, but we drank it all, and like oh, I've had well water, Ash had well water, and sure, we just were like, I think that also made Harvey sicker. She just wasn't used to the. Microbes, brackish, brackish minerality of a nice mountain well. Yeah, yeah. She was like too much iron. Oh, yeah. Too much manganese. Oh, you know what? Speaking of sickness, New York has created. Have I talked about this? New York has created a new city position for all five boroughs. Casey, I wanted. If this had been in the classifieds just a day earlier, I would have. If you'd have gotten, it's called the, the rat. It's the rat czar. <gasps> it's called the rat czar because apparently, name be, alone name of kings, literally rat kings should yeah. be called the. Well, yeah, they were like, we can't call it rat king because that's too on the nose. Rat czar, yeah, people don't know Done. what czars are. So the fucking rat czar, and Fuck you, I love it. Uh, because I, and, and I will say it is a pro I've, I've never, if a rat like is in my house, mm-hmm. that rat's got to go, especially in New York. I'm not talking mice here and we all know what we're talking about. We're talking about fucking rats that designate a czar to deal with. Yeah, right. Yes. But there they are a point royalty to stop the invasion. Of yes. Them. So because of COVID, they've just, they've taken the rat as, as that, uh, uh, Scorsese movie says when all the scumbags come from the five points up north, the rats have overtaken <laughs> yeah. the city. Yeah. So the rats have overtaken the city, so they need a rat czar. But all I could think about is like, I need this job. Eric Adams, he's a vegan. That's our mayor. I was like, I'm going to be the fucking bio-friendly rat czar. I was like, how would you do it? And the only thing I can think of is like, you know, a pretty tune to get him into like a raft say, on the river. Well, you see that ad in the paper and you go, honey. We gotta dig up the chest, right? Dig it up, and that's when you pull that the dust out. off your fife. Fife, yes, that's <laughs> it. But they but are. But you know he's gonna fuck you. 
because you're going to take the rats to the edge and you're going to say, Mayor Adams, (laughs) where's my sack of gold? Right. (laughs) You'll be paid nothing, fool. As those rats come onto his shoulders. (laughs) He's the fucking king. And then you steal his children. I'm the real rats are. Uh, Isn't that the the Pied Piper when the town screwed him? Oh, and then he's killed their children? Yeah, uh, because he... So he... Was there something to do with snakes? That's the no, real that's story. The, that's the uh, Jesus. That's a Bible story with snakes. Where he what? Like got the snakes into the desert or something? Sounds about right. Yeah, or snakes, a river? desert. No, he. it's an Irish guy. He chased the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah. Sent them to England. With like a, a rod? A shillelagh, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's just a crazy... That... I'm I I'm wary for the factualness of this guy with a big stick getting all the snakes. I don't know. I had heard that the the sort of historical reference for the Pied Piper. Oh God! If it's anti-Semitic, it, I, we don't need to go there. No, no, it's not. It's even it's even sadder and, and sort of scarier. Had to do around the time of the plague. And all these cities uh, were uh, so without resources, they didn't, they just kind of sold their children oh my God. and put these orphans into slavery. It's like what happened here uh, in New York when they took all the orphans and sent them out west to work on farms. And it was oh, like the forced yeah. child adoption sort of slavery. That's what they speculate the myth of the Pied Piper came from is they just, all these you know, familyless children or families who can't support all these kids gave them to these human traffickers to take them east to work farms and also fight like all of like the Huns and the Mo- like what whomever was pushing in, they just sent all these children to the frontier to like be a buffer. So the kids were the rats. Woods. Kids were the rats. So the, ah. the story, that's how they were able to explain where all these kids went. Because this old skunk with the flute, a fife, stole ah. the kids. We didn't give them give away. them away. Sell them to slavery for food. What a different time, huh? Kids were so fucking easy. Uh, what's the word? I'm, uh, cheap. Out of sight, out Kids of were fucking cheap back then. Even, like, God forbid, like, that's horrendous but can you imagine how how many times and and god forbid i know this probably happened more but like when the depression hit just like well you're going to aunt sally's you're going to uncle tony's because we don't have a fucking crumb to spare and then after about a month they'd be like when are we coming home they're like you're just now you're not my son anymore yeah you're tony's son I wish Tony's house smells like fried vegetables. You don't Chicken. like it here. So, yeah, man, can you imagine doing that today? Get Just that rat czar like, money. I know, I wish. And it is true. Usually you hear things in the city, but it's so big that you don't see it. I see a good four to five fresh rat carcasses on my bike rides daily. So that's one way and the other I way. I mean, honestly, you, like, you're coming up with an idea that is like, health conscious but also these things are alive they're living beings we should right. take care of them like but honestly day one you come in you got your 
you know, slideshow, you got your diagrams. I bet you they have two folders for you. And you're like, but I have ideas. It's like, no, you're the fucking rat czar. You can either choose lots of poison or lots of lots of lots of poison. Lots of poison and traps or traps with lots of poison. poison. The second one comes with peanut butter. By the way, the less poison you have to use, the more vig goes in your paycheck. You're like, this poison pollutes the water, but this poison pollutes the air. Up to you, rat czar. Also, here's your cot to live in the subway tunnels. <laughs> here's your abandoned... You can live in the 2nd Street, 2nd uh, Avenue subway line. But can you imagine, like, just a guy humping, and there's nothing wrong with an exterminator, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, no. But, a, but it's a fucking hard job, and I've, oh, shit, I've yeah. known him from every place I've lived, and I've known him in New York. Um, so can you imagine though you're fucking coming up your dad was a fucking exterminator. Your dad's dad was an exterminator. You're coming from a long line of fucking Brooklyn fucking oh, yeah. bug and rat men, all right? And then bug all and of a sudden you get tapped to be the fucking rat czar? If only your father was still alive and hadn't Dude. choked on all that rat poison, rat poison. at a young age. <laughs> it wasn't destroyed by uh, uh, the rat queen is the rat king the one that's all the rats with the tails tied together oh, yeah because they live on each other for so much what what happened is they they live in such a a nest that they get tangled like fighting over food and they are so dirty from like the water so not only their tails get twisted their hair gets enmeshed and matted with each <gasps> other so they just become a ball of fucking terror. You got that ornate blade on your desk. You're like, I've been waiting for this day. The Rat King took my grandfather. My oh. father. You're like Ahab. Just if a I'm, giant harpoon. If I'm Rats are, I just want one office, big old chair, so when somebody comes in, I can turn, and instead of petting that cat, I got a big old fucking rat, the fucking oh, the king rat. The- it's the rat that ratted on the rats. He joined uh, your side. Bizarre. Oh, I got the fucking, yes. He's your grimmiest worm tongue. Yep. Tell me their secrets, my oh, precious. My I slowly am just starting to get that ratty beard. I wonder, we need to look up who the rats are. Because he know. better not be a suit and tie man. He better no. get himself dirty. He better look and like does a... he beef with the old pigeon czar? Wow, lives that's up the in thing. The... Abandoned one of those big abandoned water. I wonder if they tanks. try and skunk him and put pigeon under his umbrella. Hey, you're mm. rat czar, but that's just a name you got, Roach. Roach. You're rat czar, but you're the pigeon prince, the fucking <laughs> pigeon prince, the the, the, the roach ro- baron, the roach baron, the bug baron. You gotta handle all bu- bed bug baron. Your bed bug oh, baron, bed pigeon bug prince, baron. rat czar. Oh yeah, baby! The royal roach, the royal roach. <laughs> this is a this is like a a Batman villains meeting. Oh, did you see Alan Moore is giving a uh, there? There's like a I wouldn't call it knockoff, but it's BBC. But it's created by the BBC. It's the competitor of Masterclass. It's called BBC Maestro. I think I've heard. On and the, Alan Moore the is doing. Chatter. Yeah, he's doing a. Uh, a series on like how to write comics 
and I saw it like just their fucking. I gotta send it to you. Their promo is beautiful, well shot. He looks mm-hmm. like a fucking how he should look. Fucking long, ratty white hair. Lots of crazy rings. Rings, yes. They oh, just yeah. focus on these glittery rings, and I was just like, yes, man. And he's like, story's own narrative. But when you get to the skulls is where it gets interesting. It's like, what the fuck are you going to teach me? I will say, I I think Alan Moore's an amazing writer, and he's written some great comics. Sure, some of the best. But that dude knows his fucking image. Mm. It's very important. Like, he should be an attache for a wrestler. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, because he's got it cultivated so well. All the stuff he works on is his own shit. He always comes out. And I finally found out why he has come out so hard against Watchmen. Yeah. And it's not because, like, obviously, like, they're like, we'll pay you for it. But I guess in his original agreement, he had wanted to use this group of characters from a, a side side hustle comic company that DC bought called Charleston. Okay. So it had all these great characters that were created by like Steve Ditko and all these um, amazing comic book creators. He was like, I want to use them. And they're like, no, you can't use them because we want them to be in DC. So he was like, okay, I will make my own. And I guess their agreement was once Watchmen goes out of print, uh, yeah. Alan Moore gets all of those characters back. Oh, I so think I, yeah. That's the devil's contract, is that DC will never allow Watchmen out of print. Of course. Because it is so crushingly popular. Oh, I that see. That he'll never, that contract will never be fulfilled, fulfilled. And that's why he's like, I will never fucking work for you again. You fucking screwed me. That's amazing. Like, don't you just get it? Don't you get, like... You know, like, why, why, if the amount of cutthroats that just end up cutting ties for all this amazing yeah. art that can be made is crazy. Like, do you think it's not going to come back to bite you? Do you think he's not going to resent you for that? Like, are you that yeah. short-sighted? And I know they've done the calculus. So they're like, oh, fuck, fuck, we don't care. We got a movie out of it. We got a TV series out right. of it. It's always one of the top. All time, they're always selling new editions. Yeah. It's like they're evergreen. It yeah. generates a lot of money, which would have been an insane amount of money for one for two people, because it would have been him and Dave Gibbon would have gotten all of that money just for them, because it's theirs. Yeah, but you never know how that would have gotten marketed and how it could have just yeah. disappeared. So, you know, uh, you can't predict the future. I wanted to say this because you were talking about the attache. Sean Mike, I saw this on Instagram today. I was like, I think Casey's going to go where I go. Just top of your head. Who out of these four is the most overrated? Mm-hmm. Sean Michaels. Okay. Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay. Ric Flair. Or The Rock. Oh, fucking hands down, Rock. That's what I saw. I was like, who, who, how dare you, 80s wrestling meme? Like, I was like, this one's so easy. That I is mean, a no, no go. That's a All no the brainer. other three guys yeah. are still hustling and struggling in wrestling. Yeah. The yeah. Rock just got fired from a movie that he made DC make for him. Yeah. All three like, of those guys. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. They didn't like that movie Black Adam, right? Didn't go so hot. Also, they he he like lied about the finances, I guess, to make himself look better. I don't. He like leaked some sort of box office information. So after the movie came out, didn't really do the business they wanted. Everybody was speculating, like, "Oh, this movie is a flop because it didn't meet." It isn't able to pay, like, break even. Was it one of those $200 million kind of flicks? Yeah, it's a movie that probably should have been, like, 60 to 90 million, and they spent, like, 150. And then, like, another 50 to 100 on advertising. That's hard to do with a character like that. That takes some hood But he, like, he, he was such a, like, up his own ass about it, like... I like The Rock as a performer. I think he's funny. Yeah. I yeah, don't I like him, him as much as he thinks people like him. Uh, interesting Because like, he hasn't carried, he hasn't really carried anything on his own. He's been in a ton of movies, but they're all like, eh. Like uh, the Jumanji ones are really funny, but he is a a part in a in an ensemble. He's got to have a single. Didn't he do like, he's made some crazy. Hey, he made Doom, hey, Doom, <laughs> which I saw in the theater. He's done a ton of franchise stuff that hasn't done much business. You know what? He... So give him an give him an obscure villain from a already obscure superhero. Yeah, yeah, man, you're gonna do it. Like people, are like what? He, uh, I want to fight Superman. Like that's your selling point. That's your gimmick. He skunked. He got skunked in my book, and it happens to the best of them. He photo mic'd it when he got when he really hit the popularity. Boom! Basic wife hit the bricks. Ooh. He 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 got rid of the old wife. Hey, he, you never know what's going on behind closed you don't know doors. What's going inside, Maybe she was beating him, which would be amazing you know, domestic abuse against the rock. <laughs> Which Just, isn't funny at all, I guess. No, no. It can happen. It's like uh, uh, it's like Terry Crews, who everybody gave him a hard time. He's like, dude, I just don't think it's cool that this guy keeps trying to grab my fucking dick and ass, and I get reprimanded because he's fucking high in the fucking industry. You heard about this. Like, and oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the same thing happened with fucking- Terry Crews, how dare you? Me too. You're a man with right. muscles. <laughs> right. So it was allowed fucking... to be like, I don't like this. This is, I can't, like, it's most annoying. I used to have an Asian guy who was always hiding me in a locker trying to sneak a peek. And I'd See, tell him, that's... I'd tell him, I'd tell him at the desk, and they're like, yeah, that's just, you that's know. That's he does. That's Jerome. That's Jerome. Jerome. Just he just likes looking. He likes to take a peek. He's an old man. Oh, it's like, I've on. seen enough forensic files. You can't let this behavior go. <laughs> yeah. The guy can only look for so long. They, uh, uh, so he, le- what are we talking about? He left the wife, domestic abuse. Who were we just, what were we just, I just missed my train of thought. We were talking uh, about Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews, the same thing happened to, uh, who's having the Frasier assance. Brandon Frazier, same thing happened to him oh. at the, uh, S- uh, SAG Awards, which is why he didn't want to go this year, even though he got nominated. He's like, yeah, guy's fucking honking my fucking cheeks every time I went to the awards. He's like, I'd be a hypocrite if I went to get one now. And he got skunked. Of course he got skunked. Because did you read anything about his uh, one-on-one with Sandler? No, I heard, uh, I actually, I did read something where, you know, Sandler praised him quite a bit. Really liked his hunky body. 
artists on artists conversations where they both just like, oh they were in airheads together. together right yes yeah so they there's some funny parts where he's like yeah i saw that i was like i want myself a hunk so i stole my hunk from Polly shore uh <laughs> they uh he did say this is interesting because i think adam sandler takes himself very seriously in in the sense of making stuff uh uh, he said when they were on Airheads and him and Steve Buscemi were like fucking around, like fucking Frasier, laser focused. That is a sure. good movie, by the way. I'll stand by oh, it. Ash and I were talking about it. I was like, I need to watch that again. I haven't seen it in years. And Ash was saying, because he was reading something else where Sandler was talking about it, I guess. They do a scene in there where they all jump and like have to hit the deck. I think it's towards the end, if I recall. Okay. But. It was like, and it, all it was is like a little gym mat. So they jump and take a tumble. Ooh. And it's like, Frasier was prime Frasier. So he's just like, whoop, jump, hit the shoulder, take a dive, pops back up, starts signing autographs. You what, know, Steve like, Buscemi break his neck? No, Steve Buscemi, because he was a fireman, knows how to fucking oh, right. rough and tumble. So Buscemi does it. And then Sandler's like, well, Frasier can do it. But if Steve can do it, I guess Sandler's just fucking beefed Jackie Chan so ankle. hard like he fucking just slammed his head into the ground and everybody was like are you okay and he was too embarrassed he's like yeah no I'm good I'm like good he should have got like, checked out he was like fucked up for like a day and a half he was like I just couldn't like see straight my head hurt what do you think Steve Buscemi he's got like that weird 80s 70s New York strength because whenever I think about like well, I'm too old to join the army. Maybe I'll become a fireman. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. well, you got to lift a body up. You know, they may give you that. We've known people that have taken the tests here. Like, you got to be able to, like, lift your own weight up a ladder. Obviously, it makes sense. Sure. But well, you've f- got the gear. And you've so got all the gear on. 50 pounds of gear. you got to be able to lug 50 pounds of gear. You hear that all the time. Like, this is when, like a 50 pounds for a mile you got to be able to do when, in one clip. When, uh, whenever a firefighter, when you hear a firefighter dies, like fi- a lot of times it's like fucking falling with all that gear on. Oh, sure. You um, the fucking but then Bashemi, what are we talking Is that nepotism? Again, maybe he could hump a guy up some stairs or was he a was he a driver was he behind the wheel man i could see him being one of the guys like first guy in yeah because he's he's strong but he's like he's lean and he can get in quick whereas if it's like you're already like you know 175 pounds like if you're really muscular then another 50 that's just you're bulky. Just a big old ox running through a burning building, mm. which you need to be able to knock shit over. Yeah, I always. But I feel like Bashemi is the. He's the guy who finds you get people. Low. Yeah. Oh, there was just a horrible fire up. Oh, that's Karen Prywell. Uh It was just a bad <laughs> fire up north. Um, there. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I. You know why I? I think I fantasize about being a firefighter. It's the, uh, you got to do a 48-hour shift. Oh, it's the camaraderie in the old firehouse. Not so much the camaraderie. I like the idea of having a job with your own bed. So I, <laughs> eventually you're going to sleep on your job. Just snug, tuck yourself in, feel like a ghostbuster in that firehouse. You got old Bashemi cooking up the gravy, making the garlic nice and thin. 
I mean, yeah, the camaraderie. You, go. you got your own you shower. Oh, they probably yeah. provide the soap. Got People give you, you a little more respect than they do myself already. They're like, he's a fireman. Yeah, there's that. You get that respect forever. You know, used to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be in Firehouse 19, but, you know, now I'm the rat czar. You still get the fire <laughs> respect. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. I got us off track. So we're going movies, right? It's yep, the holiday. Say, speaking of being respected forever. This, I don't know how this will go because I'm pretty, I think I got a, maybe a couple, a couple questionables on here. So maybe there's some, yeah, some debate to be had. But what did you do? Did you do the same thing? Five best, five worst? I did. I just did five best and then some sort of like. Because mine are all kind of, aren't, like, classics, per se. Okay. I mean, they're t- most people, like, they give you the stink sometimes. With some of my- So I was just going to list some of the choices and movies that we watch every year that okay. easily fit into my favorites. But I do have five. Okay. And I do have, we pre-gamed, because it was on HBO, and we hadn't seen it in a while. We watched, because I was telling Ash that you and the Rubster watched Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. So we watched that two nights ago. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, it was fun. I hadn't seen it in oh, forever. That Dad, I forgot how much I love that unhoused bomb. that, that unhoused bomb. Those inventions. How fun are those inventions, man? The juice, the sloppy juice the coming out. The ashtray. Oh, that, that pocket buddy. Oh, I love that oh, shit. Oh, squirting some sort of mint cream, green looking cream everywhere. Uh, that squirt. I was like, what is it? I know they're saying it's shaving cream, but it looks like, it looks like sweet cream to me. Oh, all the, the gremlins are terrifying. They like, are. The tone is right. It's funny, but it's scary. When they eat that scene, when they eat those chickens, it's like depression oh, yeah. era fucking bums yeah oh it is gross also and then gizmo of course is adorable yeah what i love is how all of that takes Corey away Feldman. takes away from the fucking whole opening scene where the dumb dad is like better go to the right red light district down in chinatown yeah where is he i'm gonna I go to this in china right no he's in new york how do you know he's in new york i thought he was in china I think he he's too cheap. You think he took a boat to China? Who where's he gonna in sell the, his in pocket? Back in I don't know. I just took it as that classic, well, gotta get on the old Greyhound and drive to New York City. Gotta go down Madison Avenue. No, I Which is I, why I he's right. in the gutter of Chinatown. I don't he's looking for something exotic. And then he goes down in that basement and you get probably the last stereotype. This is the stereotype that's probably gonna have to turn the lights out. Yeah, before it's able to leave the room of questionable portrayals sure. of minorities, is the the Asian curiosity seller with the smoky eye and the yeah the long opium pipe. Yeah, yeah, all the dried Gila monsters and spiders. <laughs> Which it's a cool shot. Like I love it. Cool, but yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, there were. Cool-looking dudes in fucking silky, silky shirts with fucking long opium pipes. I'm just saying that ran the opium dens in the fucking uh, 
Uh, yeah, but of course this was in 1850. 1889. So let's stop. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. 89. Uh, but no, we loved it. We loved, I thought it was fun. It's fun to rewatch it. Funny, uh, scary. It then we watched two. The mall. Have you watched two recently? No, I haven't seen two since it probably came out. So you should. <laughs> I, and Ruby can watch it. It's it's less scary than the first one. They just have kind of scarier looking gremlins. Okay. It is terrible, but it is so much fun. It's like they... genuinely funny. Like the first 20 minutes, you're like, Ooh. and then it hits its rhythm and it just starts to make fun of itself. It hits a stride. It makes all these crazy like Looney Tunes levels references. They do some really bad, just like, what the fuck? is going on hulk hogan is in it yeah um so do yourself a favor hit two watch hit two either watch it this before or after it's funny either way i don't know if you've ever seen it the key and peel sketch gremlins 2 no i have not uh that that one's short, so you could just pop that in and watch it because ash was like i don't think i've seen two and i was like well let's watch the key and peel sketch basic premises uh, Mike and Kegel Key is sitting at the table. It says Warner Brothers headquarters, 1989. Who's great sweater, like that sweeping comb over, sure. glasses. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's the director of Gremlins. He's like, okay, guys, we're going to start brainstorming. Gremlins 2. We're coming back to Gremlins. And then you hear like a, and Jordan Peele comes in in glittery track, track suit, fanny pack. Zigzag stripes fade. And he just plays. <laughs> I'm the sequel doctor, and he just go around the table and talk about Gremlins two, and then he leaves. And the best part about the sketch, you don't even have to watch Gremlins two. Everything they talk about in that sketch in that bit happens for real in the movie. Oh, great! Yeah, so perfect. this guy's like, um, because he just goes, "All right, let's go." What kind of Gremlin do you want? And the guy goes, "Oh, I don't know." Uh, gremlin with big old googly eyes and he goes great and then he describes a scene with this googly-eyed gremlin that happens in the movie and just goes around the table and that's the whole premise it's fucking fantastic i do remember they gave gremlins more personalities uh um, anyway go... so we that was my or our, our, our appetizer to the christmas movies i went i i went classic best worst but i will say there's not much to my list, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I don't think you'd get a lot of argument. My best list, It's a Wonderful Life, mm. it holds up every time I watch it, it holds up sure. as a straight Actually, up. Never, I have never watched it once in my life. Oh my god, it is really, really good. Jimmy Stewart crushes it. There's a goofy I've old seen angel. pieces of it. Sure, I've never seen it in it as a whole in one whole setting. I recommend it. It's just yeah no I've so it's ever... just narrative storytelling. It's fun, and yeah. it's one of the last times you'll see uh, uh, Alfalfa before he was murdered in a bar fight. Ooh, so you get a nice little Alfalfa scene. Uh, Scrooged oh, is up same. there. For that's me. on mine. That's, that's on my top five. That's top. I don't think that's. I mean, maybe it's because of the comedy edge. That's why it makes my list. Christmas Vacation makes my list. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, 
this one's interesting because I only started watching it a couple years ago, but it is worth it. It's of its era. It's funny. It's classic White Christmas. Mm, okay. Bing Crosby, Danny fucking K. Uh, That's where they're like sailors, right? Is that White Christmas? No. They are uh, World War II vets. Vets, okay. And they yeah. hit the road. or they, And they were like the, they were already famous or Bing was already famous when he was in the war. So he more just kind of entertained the troops. And then they, the shit. they hit the road. Ah, yeah, that's what they say. He hits the road with uh, with the, his private now, uh, Danny Kay, and they're doing shows. They run into a couple broads. They're like, these chicks are good. They should open for us. So there's a lot of misogyny. Then they go to do a show <laughs> at this chalet, and they're like, how come nobody's coming to our show? It's their old bum army boss who... He was great in the army, but he can't run a fucking hotel to save his life. So he's going to shutter it down. So they're like, we got to get this guy. We got to bring him back on top. He's the boss. He's the general. So they put on a big old show for him. Get the hotel back. General. I won Guadalcanal. Can't run a hotel, though. Again, I think I said this a few Christmases ago. My favorite just classic Hollywood is like they bring all the, the troop back together. For the final oh, shot. Yeah. And these fucking soldiers that did see the shit, you never seen a troop lighter on the feet, more beautiful dancers, fucking handsome, chiseled, pompadours. These, and they all have to like stand at attention, and you're just like, whew, what went on in that firehouse? Woo. <laughs> and, and the general goes up and inspects them all, and, you know, licks his finger and takes a piece of dust <laughs> off one of their faces a soldier it's, I just, it's a foxy hole it, it it holds up for me it's pretty good it's weird though i have two kind of three but i have two yeah. that if i had to literally take like white christmas out mm-hmm. and die hard is on my list that's not what i'm talking Mine about too. maybe if yeah. i had to take die hard out but die hard just fucking it just crushes. It crushes any time of year, but for me, especially Christmas time, I don't know. It's it's perfect. It's got that fucking Christmas rap. It's got Argyle. It's oh, fucking yeah. still one of the best action movies you'd ever see. It fucking wails. But I got Garfield really Christmas special and Charlie oh. Brown special on there. Not movies, but I I I would argue a good well, watch is not. I have a, a sub one that we watch every year it kind of gets harder to find as time goes by and it's a special yeah we try and watch it every christmas if we can find it is peewee oh we have it we have it you guys have it yeah that one's fun it's really weird who's the uh who is it jaja gabor jaja gabor's in it um you got a no we can't you you got got morpheus show up uh yeah Curtis, Cowboy Curtis Cowboy shows Curtis, up. Curtis, he's in it. Um, you got um, shit. Who's the fashion? Mo- Grace Jones is in oh, it. That's it's a real yeah yeah. That you're right. That's a Cher's great special. Cher's in it. Oprah, Sh- young Oprah. Do you see who shares? Speaking of young, you see who shares bow on her arm. She's dating like a thirty five year old like hip hop executive. Just yeah. Like, the converse, like where you guys met, and the just the. 
like to just hear what you guys talk about. You know, I bet she slaps his. Oof. She, she zips him up. That's for sure. Just in a nice leather sack and throws him, him against that, the wall. Puts him in that wool suit with the weenie warmer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that Christmas uh, yeah. stories it would go in there too. Um, but that, that's, that's obvious, but I think my worst list is going to have more controversy. You have some notables up there? No, you pretty much covered all the ones I have. Mine, I just put, uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Which is all in the Die Hard realm. And people give you flack if you choose it as a Christmas movie. Yeah, I don't but, know why. I'm it, a it, it, Christmas movie guy, so I need a little spice. Yeah, you gotta mix it up. If it's all old movies, if it's all you can't like have all old movies. You can't TV. have all dumb dad Christmas movies. You can't. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't have all. You can't watch every single uh, Dickens fucking. Uh, so yeah, yeah needle action movie. There's that Violent Night movie. I don't know anything about it yet, but it's on Prime oh. Video with uh, what's that guy's name? David Hudgens Harbor. Oh, right? yeah, David Harbour, and I think John Leguizamo's in it, and he plays the bad, like, the bank robber. John Leguizamo better watch out in New York. He's the pest. And we got a new rat czar. <laughs> oh, no, right. <laughs> I know where his house is. I'll try to keep the rat czar from his door. I uh, love Leguizamo. Uh, the other one I had on my list that I always forget about, but if I can watch it, is Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't watch that one as much, but... Uh, it's still really, really it's, funny. Yeah, yeah, it... That one is good. Number two. Yeah. Oh, they did a two, huh? I will say I couldn't put Elf on there. Uh, it's oh, great. I couldn't. You, I yeah, Elf, Grinch, and those because my daughter watches those once yeah. a week, probably. You, Grinch animated or Grinch carry? Uh, she goes between both. She goes with the uh, Cumberbatch. Grinch. See, I like that one, but yeah, it's been played that one's a fun. million times. I don't mind when it's on. I just I, those two movies are an abstraction to me now. Like I don't consider them a Christmas movie because yeah. they're completely taken out of context. I just can't see another piece of Elf merchandise. Oof, yeah, end quote. It's it's too bad because it's good, but it's just it just burned. It got burned on me. All right, worst. You know where I stand. This one should go without saying, I dare anyone to argue, Christmas with the Cranks is fucking garbage. Tim Allen shouldn't be let near a Christmas tree ever again. He should have a restraint. Christmas should have a restraining order on Tim Allen, which is interesting. Put a clause on Santa Claus and the clause is no more, no mas Christmas. Santa Claus is, I think, my most controversial because it's on my list of worst Christmas movies ever. I don't really like Christmas movies, so most of them I don't like. It's I'm not with you. Good. Like, that's why my list is literally all comedies and action movies. Yeah, yeah. I just never watched. Even I was gonna. I didn't want to put it on my worst list because I like it, but it gives me Roseanne anxiety. Hmm. Is Christmas Story? Yeah, I know what you mean. I love 30s. it, but as a kid, I was just like. I'm like that guy at the desk at the Firestone. I'm like, <sighs> I, I, I feel Ralphie's pain. I was just like, Ralphie well, just wants that one gift. You see him working on the fucking, what's he working on in the basement? The fucking 
Oh, the radiator. The radiator. And then, oh, what do you think about? You think about a wheel coming off your Jeep. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Got to deal with the bully. That whole, the the tongue on the, the pole scene. Like, that gave my brother Jeremy so much anxiety. Like, he was like, I have to put my tongue on these poles. And we're like, don't do it. And he's like, but I saw in the movie and I'm afraid my tongue is going to come out of my mouth and get stuck on the frozen pole. So we can't get near the pole. Yeah, it has a grim. Uh, it's great. I love it. I love the period. I lo- I just. I hear it was one of those like, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, no. The. Uh, uh, so Santa Claus, that's on there. Just Santa Claus. Yeah. And he's playing fucking Tim the Tool Man. Meg Meg mentioned mm-hmm. it to me the other day. She's like. He's going like, ha, 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 <laughs> He's doing that shit. And he fucking does a weird bit where he plays Santa Claus and he's looking at tools, the elf's tools. And you're like, oh, I get it. Is it oh, Binford? Yeah. Uh, it's just like, come on, man. So he's fucking listed. I think any movie with Santa Claus and, and or Santa Claus magic. Yeah. Here you go. I couldn't think of the name of it. Maybe you'll remember it. If you want to talk about anxiety, in the 80s, I want to say it was like 82 because they had a weird deal with McDonald's. So during Christmas, you got one of those picture books with the movie. Oh, yeah. All right? You do? So you got like a a 15-page little flimsy book, and it was a movie they made about the real Santa Claus. And it was like, yes. it was what we talked about. It was Santa in chaps. So he had his buckskins and he I went to people's like houses and he snuck coins in their cakes. And like he'd have to sleep over because the weather was too bad. <laughs> and everybody's like, all right, Santa, I don't think you're going to make it to every house on the planet tonight because he's already asleep in my chair. Because he and he lived in a fucking he didn't live in the North Pole. He lived in a fucking bear's cave. You know, like, it was really... I haven't thought about that in years. It was so dark and I thought you were going to talk about the... It came out, like, when we were, like, just baby babies. But I think it was called Santa Claus the Movie with Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. Yeah, yep. And, like, the guy from Bonanza, Hoss, is Santa. (laughs) And, like, Dudley Moore... Hoss, that's Dixie. That's not Bonanza, that's... Uh, uh, Dukes. No, isn't the Dukes a hazard, right? Hoss? Oh, is there double Hoss? All right, maybe that's two Hosses. It was a hot name, the hot seventies Hoss. All right. Uh, so he's just this broad sort of. He should have been wearing buckskins because he looks good in them. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Dudley Moore sells Santa out to evil John Lithgow, so that John Lithgow can corporatize Christmas. How long has Lithgow been fucking going, man? He's a hell of a villain. Cliffhanger. Oh, God, yeah. It's not Christmas, but it's snowy. Snowy? Uh, I'll take a snow. Cliffhanger? Can we make it a Christmas movie? A winter movie? I had thrown on Lord of the Rings on the televisions at work, and someone was like, Lord of the Rings, my favorite Christmas movie. And I was like, yeah, it feels like... Magical. It's very wintry for me. Because sure. I feel like that's when we would always rewatch it when it's like, uh, we're poor, it's cold outside, and we need to forget about the day. 
Well, they also Would came you like out. like to drink a six-pack and <laughs> fall asleep watching literally every single Lord of the Rings movie? For those three years, they did come out, and they oh, were the big holly, right. holly, holiday blockbuster. So I remember, for whatever reason, that was a period when I was going back home, so we all go bundle up well, and go. It's true. They were Christmas, because Ash and I saw the Hobbit movie on oh, Christmas. Um, that was a big thing now that I think about it for us. Was seeing what to talk about renting paintings at fucking the library. One oh, yeah. one movie per Christmas. So we go get fucking put our Sunday's best Sunday on best and hit the fucking theater. Because then you can sleep in put them some, and wear them to church on Sunday. Put some Skittles in our pocket. <laughs> I'd beg my dad for a quarter to play fucking Street Fighter. The one arcade game they had. Santa oh, it was Street Fighter 1, so it was even, wor- it was even uh, more boring. Oh, my God. Guy in a tank top versus a guy with no shirt? That's when you go, do I go claw machine here? Do I go claw machine and <laughs> hope for something to throw at the fucking screen? <laughs> uh, oh, that was the thing about fucking Gremlins 2. It fucking took me back to this place at the Watertown Cinema 2, the yeah. OG one downtown. Yeah, of course. There's a scene in Gremlins 2 where they, I mean, obviously they do it in Gremlins 1. But part of Gremlins 2 is like, ooh, the Gremlins are in your movie theater. Do uh, you remember the Gremlin cutouts that were in the Watertown main theater? They were there for years <laughs> after that movie came out. They were cool cutouts. Just like up in the lights. And as a kid, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And now as a dad, I was like, that's so some guys went, fuck it. I'm not I put them up. I ain't taking them down. That's a union job. Are you going to belt well, me to that ladder? They're going to have another Gremlins movie next year anyway. <laughs> it's popular. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I do remember the Watertown Cinema 2. I saw arachnophobia in it. And between both the, th- both the screening rooms, it was only like a maroon fucking wall and it had you could see underneath to the other fucking screening <laughs> room like, and i was like, like fucking spiders are coming under that wall <laughs> i was way too young to see arachnophobia uh yeah again i'm I'm born christmas vacation 2 is one of the biggest pieces of dog shit you will ever see it's available to stream finally Number if anybody two. wants to watch it's unfucking it watchable eddie? so is it's all eddie was it's all eddie and Here's how bad it is. They managed to make Ed Asner unbearable. Unbearable. Wow. That is a lot. That should tell you all you need to know. Putting the cuffs on Asner? Like, that guy's a national treasure. They, the character they make him play is like the feely old grandpa. It's like Cousin Eddie's, like, dad's uncle. Cousin. Right. <laughs> and he's just the feely old grandpa, so they get caught on, like, they go on an island vacation because their tub breaks and ruins their house. And Eddie doesn't have I a know, tub. I know. So they end up stranded on an island, and all fucking Ed Asner talks about is how, like, coconuts look like boobs. It's a oh. really, it's rough. Oh. It's not even bad to be funny, unfortunately. It's, it's really, it's re- if you... Did you know there's a Christmas story too? Yes, but not the Daniel new, Stern not the remake. The dad, no, yes, not the Christmas course. story. Christmas. I was having that conversation. They have made I had no idea. 
they have. Then there's re- also a summer story. That Ollie Hop Noodles Haven of Bliss is one of the best movies. It's Gene not Shepherd. They did another one, another oh, summer with one. the Jacks and the kid from Jurassic Park. Because uh, uh, he plays Ralph and Culkin's in the summer story. He must play Culkin. Must play uh, the he Randy. Ralphie, I guess. Plays Randy. No, Ralphie's played by the kid that hormones weren't that the kid that puberty wasn't kind to. <laughs> to the Jurassic Park kid. He went from cute oh. to mutant. Sorry, yes, because he Sorry, was in children. the Pacific. Tie it all back to White Christmas. He was in that AIDS movie with Brad Renfro. I think it was called AIDS. Uh, oh, yeah, AIDS the movie. <laughs> no, John Lithgow, it? again! He becomes buddies with Brad Renfro, and then at the end... Oh, he's a kid with HIV. No, he's got full-blown. He's a kid with full-blown. And then nobody wants to go near him, but Brad Renfro's parents don't care about him. So he hops <laughs> the fence, and they go on an adventure down a river in a barrel looking for a cure for AIDS. Oh, God, what, me and Johnny yes. watched it all the time, the which is a weird, it says a lot. What was it called? Called The Cure, I think. I think you're right, yeah. It's, okay, it's, it's one of those movies that like, oh, for kids. Let's watch yeah. it. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, that I kid was go in a... looking for a dead body. Also, another movie that's like, I think this is fun for us kids to watch. Start Elijah Wood, kid from Jurassic Park, Tom Hanks narrating. You got a fucking, you got the guy from fucking DC Cab fucking playing flyer? the radio flyer. So fucking good. But as a kid, you're like, because the guy from DC he's like Cab, alcoholic, he's an alcoholic guy? stepdad who puts his belt, or no, oh, he beats him with a belt, thing. but they try and hide his belt, and they put it in the oven to hide it from him, and he goes to cook a pot pie, so he preheats the oven and ruins his best a belt, belt so he fucking belt. beats him with a hot belt. Oh my god, that's the whole premise, is they try to build... They try and get away. Airplane, yep. for the little brother because the little brother takes it the worst. Yeah, he takes the beating the worst. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ooh, that one. Ooh. that's a tough one. That was a, that. That's because that was on star. That was on encore. Yes. That had a lot. No, of it was the stars. It stars was stars and... that made you feel like you were fucking down in the Ritz because you're like yeah, I know, every Monday. Oh, here comes Hansi Case. They want to talk about Radio Flyer again. What do you want to talk about? Radio Flyer or The Mask? Wait, the Encore <laughs> Mask Carrey's. with the redhead or the Stars <laughs> Mask with Jim Carrey? <laughs> That's the perfect description of what Encore and Stars were. It really was. It, you had your choice were The Mask, yeah. Jim Carrey, Mask Stars. Yeah. Eric Stoltz Mask with Cher and Sam Elliott. Encore. Oh, yeah, Sam Elliott. And Laura Dern's in it. She's the blind girl. Who's... Speaking of Sam Elliott and speaking of anxiety, Prancer. Plays the apple farmer, who again has to get rid of his fucking louse son. No, he's going to keep the louse son because he can reach the apples for picking. He's going to get rid of his daughter, send him with his sister because they're so poor. And apples won't sustain them. (laughs) They won't. He tries. He's like, she's like, we can't eat apples anymore. He's like, then eat apple butter. (laughs) You're like, Jesus (laughs) Christ, Sam. Take it. Fucking easy, and he wants to like smoke that reindeer in his fucking smoking shed. It's like you were not gonna feed the reindeer corn. That's planting corn. 
she's in trouble for feeding it a cookie. Oh, they're so hungry and poor. And she accidentally, like, it's not it's not bad enough that she's poor. She goes sledding on, like, a fucking ice cream lid and goes into the crazy neighbor's house, played by Cloris Leachman, and ruins her, like, like famous petunias. And she fucking gets a hold of Sam Elliott and is like, she ruined my flowers. So that's when she sends them to the sister. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Prancer. I forgot about Prancer. Why did I watch? Why did we? I think my parents were like, "I think my young sons will like this movie. It's Christmas." And you're just like, "No!" Oh God! The world is a cold, cruel place. It is a cold, cruel place. Uh, I mean, then a basic Jim Carrey's Grinch. I, I'm I'm not a fan of it. Apparently, he was a piece of shit on it too. Uh, yeah, that's what I just read recently. And then I'm Paul, not a huge fan of that one either. But uh, it's long, it's toothy, uh, unnecessary. Cause too the, much liberty with the old Grinch backstory. It's nothing but the shave. It's like, he had to shave. It's like, guys, just stick with the fucking like, happy days, why'd, Christmas. Why'd you send him away? It's right. like the, a frontier story where they sent the kids away to the, the Native American kids to the Christian school. Uh, yeah, to have Christmas. Like it's just too dark. It's like, yeah. come on. Uh, Polar Express. Hard to watch. Ew. 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 Long. Long as shit. I, you know, Tom Hanks, you, you can, you do your thing, but even Tom on this one, he's like, he must have seen, like, the early it's cuts. It's a 12-page like, book with, like, a hundred words in it total. Minimal words. Yeah. They're fucking, he plays a bum on the, he plays a tr- fucking unhoused bum he plays a fucking mean <laughs> fucking conductor probably you think he plays santa claus and again it's all about like the kid is so like one of the kids is so poor or he, he doesn't talk because his father touched him or something so they give him the bell no thanks no thanks and then one girl's poor because she comes from a bad neighborhood no thanks one kid's annoying because he's got autism no thanks i don't need it I'm. No. You know what? Mm. This train can keep going. I'm taking it back. I said Christmas only for adults. Sorry. It Our is. list of Christmas movies—they're all for adults. It should be just just keep watching. Uh, and oh then my. once you hit, what do you want to? You want to say 16, 18? You get the great surprise of like, what the fuck is Christmas? You're like, holy shit! You guys have been holding out on me this whole time. Like what? Do, what do you mean? Like you you get crisp like Christmas is introduced to you when you're like sixteen because oh, it's an adult. Oh, you're it just becomes out. An adult thing, not movies. You're just out of Christmas. I'm they, just saying. What if you? What if they you just radio flyer you for the month of December in that back closet? Yo, yeah, with spaghetti and fucking hot belts. <laughs> is it spaghetti or just strips of hot belt? We should. Yeah, we should just. <laughs> This is your grandfather's favorite belt. <laughs> a hot belt. <laughs> Fuck off. With we a should... big old dollop of margarine, not even butter. Oh, Butter's just too good for just ye. Just slathering it on with the fucking... I will say one thing I got, and I'm nervous about it because I think it'll just make me sick, is I talked about last week about uh, the ruins and the, the frivolity or uh, the lapse of consciousness where I ordered all that garbage. So I wanted that cheap oh, yeah. jacket. I got a straight razor. I was like, they got a 99 cent straight razor on there. Hey. And it came with a blade. I'm too scared of it now. Because I'm like, this 
they don't like, you know. I have a couple of straight razors because when we were, because Ashley's grandfather was had a bunch of straight razors from back in the day where it's like our family had one dentist, but he was also the the barber. So they had this beautiful box of all these weird old shears and straight razors. Very so I, cool. I, I kept them, and there was also a bag of teeth that I got rid of. You I got rid of like, it. Yeah, they're like other people's rotten teeth. That's weird. I don't know if that was family or. It's like I'll keep the straight razors though. They're Did you cool, at least but... do a little frisk through them? See if you got any gold in there, platinum. Oh, I gave them a, a little shake. You give them a shake. You give them a sift. See if they the gold. Was, give them the old Nazi sift. As... <laughs> see, if, see if that gold shakes to the bottom. I'm uh, sorry, they looked everyone. Like corn nuts, so I gave them the old corn nut shake. The Bundy golds. Oh my Bundy god, golds. that's so. But stupid. yeah, they're cool. But I. You ever use one? No, I had my beard already, so I never. Ooh, Maybe for a touch up, get beard. some sharp edges. Maybe you can sharp edge your long hair. You know, you know the sharp edge. What do you call it? You get a clean oh, up. Or shape up. up. You get yeah, that shape, shape up. up. Just I just don't have the four. I don't have the don't the harsh lines for a I shape up. I look like a fucking up. insane man. I'm starting to get the uh, the peak shape up. They're going back. Oh, They're about to meet. <laughs> you shape up my bald spot please yeah, just, just a perfect square <laughs> that's fucking if i could again who knows what my hair would will do i thought i'd be bald by now because my mother's father was bald at the age of 13 but i still yeah. have a nice lush set so i don't know what's going on but when she does whatever she's gonna do i don't know what so if i get the gray streaks on the side you peel back they're gonna peel be more gray scrat skin comb over and go Shape yep. up the old bald spot. What do you the old bald, and I'm gonna just have the longest Gallagher sides you ever saw, and then I'm gonna tie them underneath like you saw an old man that had surgery in the 40s with that like bandage around his head. Put a little bow underneath it. Wrench fell on his head. Oh man, yeah, can't wait to have to play with that hair. I've got. I'm doing real. I don't know how to describe it. I would say it's uh I would say I'm rocking. It's definitely a cosplay, and if you, for all of you who will ever be my wife, um, my wife, take some advice from my wife and don't tell me not to continue doing something because that just spurns me to continue all the more. To. So I feel like I have a real. 80s mini boss thing like maybe you'd see me with the ak-47 in oh, that sure, movie yeah. toy soldiers you know oh, yeah, got right. the glasses got the short blonde hair <laughs> got the earring i'm the guy that dies second to last there is oh, a yeah. very specific guy i think his name was daniel champion i'll send you his picture and i'll go oh that fucking guy yeah so yeah yeah, you're the you're the guy who dies second to last because we've heard the whole arc, you know, you get a pack of smokes for Christmas and a cigar burn on New Year's. Yeah. So you're like, nah, Sean Astin, you got a lot to live for. I got your back. Toy Soldiers, that take place during Christmas? That's a good movie, man. Toy Soldiers is a fun buddy movie. Mm-hmm. That is fun. Sneaking liquor in the old... Fucking oh yeah, the old cadet oh, house. The cadet. Uh, what's there? Uh, you don't see enough of him. 
or but for whatever reason, you always see him in the front row at the Oscars. His name is Airplane Movies, Jet Movies. Oh, um, uh, Lou Gossett Jr. Lou Gossett Jr. Man among every man a king, but Lou Gossett wears a crown. Digstown, the, the best dude in Hollywood, probably if he because he's always around. He's the guy. Oh, he was an officer and a gentleman. That's probably why I was in. Uh, you think that was his big military movies? I think that was his. Oh, is he rocking a weird... statue? Uh, he was. was it officer and... That's the one with uh, Richard Gere, right? Fuck Richard He's a lousy, Gere. Lousy, lousy. Whips. I got shape. no name. One movie that Gear. Primal Fear, but that's not a Gear. That's you, a Norton. Speaking of Luke Gossett, he was also in one of the craziest movies ever made. Iron I Eagle hope it's, it's it's Space Christmas. I believe it was called Enemy Mine. Okay, and he plays an alien, like full on Star <laughs> Trek makeup. Go and on, it's him and. Randy, Randy Quaid, Quaid, brother Dennis, Dennis Quaid, they Casey. That on a, movie enemy... scares the shit <laughs> out so of me. Scary. That and movie is so fucking scary. Uh, so they hate each other, obviously, because yep. they're from different warring species. But they have to. They get. I think they're in a fight, and they both get stranded on the planet. So yes, they work together to survive, and it's kind of when they're at at their wits' end. There's a scene where you're like Lou Gossett's alien character is all like sweaty and he's, you think he's sick and like these evil other space miners, pirates are like coming to the planet. So Dennis Quaid is at that point of like, well, I could just leave him. <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr., you wonder why you thought it was so scary? Lou Gossett Jr. reveals he's pregnant. Yeah. Uh, yes. It was. I saw that movie. <laughs> and with... he's like, I'm an alien and in my species, the men carry children. <sighs> and it's... you're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And didn't he have like a googly? Like, wasn't his face like didn't it have strings on it and shit? It had like this striation pattern. Yes, yes. Sort of like the, and then yeah, it's just look up the picture. I was born in eighty three, and I probably and that movie probably came out in eighty five, and I probably saw it oh, in yeah. eighty seven. So seared in my head is a pregnant alien Lou Gossett Jr. Gossett Jr. and Under fucking one. Dennis Quaid, and I was just like, fuck. This movie. So, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep. We're coming up with a new list of Christmas movies. A Lou Gossett Jr. alien. <laughs> it's, it's, we're, instead of Christmas movies, we're going to come up next week with a list of anxiety movies. Because if you're focused on the anxiety that these movies bring you, you won't focus you no so will. much on the anxiety of the fucking Christmas World cookies you. you've been eating <laughs> and the fucking. Money you spent at Marshall's on fucking bath bombs. And... Oh, Casey, are you that pregnant alien? No, I'm just fat. Yeah. I'm excited. The most exciting thing in my week is uh, my old fucking shrink was like, hey, they got a new drug. We're going to switch to that one because it will uh, doesn't have a weight thing to it. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, you probably have weight. And I was like, fuck. Was the medicine I'm on has... He's like, that yeah. I was like, I, cause I think I told you on the podcast, I was like, for some reason I'm 15 pounds heavier and for the life of me, I can fucking bike in two hours a day for the life of me. It just gets bigger. I'm fucking taking salt pills here, <laughs> taking fucking placebo salt pills. And he's like, yeah, that's, those aren't good for you. I was like, thanks doc. Actually. Why is this medicine a cube and tastes like sugar? 
Don't yeah. worry about it. He feeds it to me like a deer out of the middle of his palm. <laughs> this will make me happy, right? Do you like it's salt? Me, it's making me happy, so I don't care about you. Just lick that palm. This is a bullion cube, isn't it? Got a good stock, Got- all right? <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. All right, you filthy animals. All right, we love you, and there's nothing you can do nothing about it. Nothing you can do about it. Podcast, podcast, one, two, three. One, two, three. Podcast, podcast, you, you and, and me. me. All right. Merry Christmas. Everyone. Oh, you had to get a last one in there. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Fighting crime, fighting inequality, fighting rats uh, is something that we are focus on as we continue to make this city a livable city. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing, I hate rats. You know, when we started killing them in Borough Hall, you know, some of the same folks are criticizing us now called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Well, you know what, we're going to kill rats.